baddies. And welcome back to the Book Baddies podcast, the podcast where two besties discuss everything books. And you are joining us for episode four, where me and Jenna are going to play a game. So this episode is for everyone. There is no spoilers. Everyone tune in and listen. It's going to be hella fun. But before we jump in, Jenna, what are you reading? Oh, gosh. I'm so happy you asked. Um, Oh, Someone expected that we would talk about what we're currently reading. And Mm. I'm reading Seven Days of Summer, and I am obsessed. Technically, I'm listening to it on Audible during my commutes and basically anything else I do in life, but it's so good. Everyone should go listen or read. I thought you said it was called Seven Days of June. What did I say? Summer? Seven Days of Summer. Oh, (laughs) Wait, Which to be five fair, seconds of summer is to be <laughs> to be fair. June is in the summer. It is, yeah. It is seven days of June by Tia Williams. It is okay. so good. It's in the Reese Witherspoon Book Club, which I feel mm. like I always use as like a good reference for books. For and sure. it didn't disappoint. It's so so good. I'm almost done. Yay! Why yes. why did you listen to it and not read it? Um, well, I downloaded the Libby app, you know, the one where you can get a bunch of like free books and stuff. And I needed something mm-hmm. for my commutes because I was sick of music. Mm-hmm. And so then I was like, all right, I can knock out even more books if I listen during commutes and then read another type of book when I get home. So that makes sense. We're trying to keep up with it, but highly suggest like I really think it will be one of my favorites of the year. So um, wow. yeah, high okay. praise for it. What about you? Oh, <laughs> Well, <laughs> did you get past the book or no? I'm going to take the no. letters. No, <laughs> no, please. No, but okay. So I'm still reading A Court of Wings and Ruin. <laughs> and I know I mm-hmm. promised everyone last last week or two weeks ago that I'd be done. Well, that just didn't happen. I have been so busy. Like I have not been getting home from work until at least like 9 to 10 p.m. this week. Um, but the pressure is on because Ross is reading them. And he is currently on the first book, but he's a really fast reader. And they're away for a soccer tournament, like, this whole weekend. So he brought the second one with him, too. So, like, I need to read it as soon as possible because he will be done in, like, three days. Oh, my gosh. He's reading I know. Yeah, dude. I know. I'm so excited. We can't even do spoilers this episode. No, I know. But that would be fun if we could have him on, like, one of our review episodes because that's probably the one and only time we'll ever read something that he's also read. At least for – at least me. Maybe not you, but me. Yeah, Um, I know I have a couple books he suggested to me, and I just haven't gotten to reading them yet. But, um, yeah. Oh, so you better get on it. Dude, I know. Like, I I think that's what I need to do in my free time, except this morning. (laughs) So I woke up at 10 – and then I was up for like an hour and then I went back to sleep till one and I, and I was reading and then I was like feeling really sleepy. And so then I went back to sleep. So I read like 10 pages this morning and then I went back to sleep hey. and then I watched, and then I watched Love Island. So that's all right. You know, Oops. you'll get there eventually. You'll also like, it picks up where you won't want to put it down. So you'll get to yeah. it. Yeah, I'm on page. I'm on page like 200, like chapter 19 right now. Um, okay. So we'll see. 
We will we'll see. see. I just have to get back into it. I have so many new books I want to read, so I just need to finish the series up. Yeah. Yeah. I want to say I also started this one called the Gen- the Gentlewoman League of Witches or whatever. I oh. think I shared it on the story. I, it's like a fall romance type book of witches, but it's really mm-hmm. slow. So okay. I am not vibing with it, but I'm hoping it gets better. But I put that one on hold. Mm. But my sister, okay. I was going to say, my sister, I think last time I told everyone that she was reading From Blood and Ash because I bought her that first book. She's mm-hmm. finished basically the series already. She surpassed me. Oh my god. I haven't even read the newest book. And she's like, yeah, I'm almost done with the newest book. And then she's going to be reading Zodiac Academy after. I'm like, damn, Gabby. So Gabby's putting us all to shame. I don't know if she's planning a wedding. Yeah, she gets married next month. The heck? She better listen to this. Are you kidding me? I know. Gabby, first of all. She probably doesn't. Oh, no, she probably does. <laughs> so that we can talk Gabby, shit on her. No, you little hoe. <laughs> no, I'll love, I'll love. I'll love. I hope you're enjoying the book, Scabs. Um, all right. So do we want to explain the rules of the game? Yes. All right. Do you want me to do it? You do it. Go for Oh, you want me to do me? it? You do me? it. You? It. <laughs> all oh. right. Emily, first of all, said she wanted a shout out because she had given us the idea of don't judge a book by its cover. And I guess this is Mm. definitely along the same lines. Um, For sure. For sure. So Emily, thank you for the idea for this podcast and this game. So basically the rules of this game is that we're going to be sharing a title of a book and the other person has to say what they think the book is about. Um, We'll also describe the cover if needed. Um, And then afterwards, we'll say what the book is actually about, tell you what the Goodreads is, like rated, and then also if we would read it or not. Um, So both of us have prepped a series of books. And Lisa, I'm so excited about my my books, not even just like the titles, but like what these books are actually about. Like, I I just cannot wait. I'm very interested to see like what route you went with this. Yeah, You know, because I, when I was researching, like I found some silly shit, but I was like, I kind of like pivoted, but I have, I think I have a little bit of both, but I also feel like I have like some really good potential books on here. So, and I think some that you will be like, no, I'm buying that right now. So I'm excited. I tried when looking at the books on Goodreads, pick ones that were in the four point zone so you would Mm. actually possibly read them because I know you you don't settle for anything less so I kept that in mind so they're either fuck around (laughs) they're like 3.5 and higher um okay I have several in the four point zone and up so sweet um some of these are definitely readable but once you hear what they're about you'll be like what the (sighs) fuck So I don't oh, want to give boy. too much away. Do you want, do you mind if I start by? No, go, go, okay. go. <laughs> so <I'm> the, <nervous. laughs> title, <laughs> the title of this book is how to marry a millionaire vampire. First of all, I honest to God, hope this is real. Cause I would love to find out <laughs> <laughs> step-by-step guide, please. <laughs> step-by-step guide. Um, well, it sounds pretty straightforward. How to Marry a Millionaire Vampire. However, 
I feel like there's a twist that this is like a nonfiction book and someone actually wrote this like seriously. <laughs> they have personal like, experience. So it's like writing a guide. <laughs> um, will you describe the cover? Yes. So in the cover, there's a girl's back to us and she's in a wedding gown with a veil And it's, like, eerily, like, blue dark. And she's looking out, like, you know how those big houses have, like, the bedroom doors that, Mm -hmm. like, shoot open into a balcony? So she has those held open. And she's looking out. And in the sky, it's all red, like, red and cloudy. And then right above her head is, like, a bat flying in the air. (laughs) And that's that's it. It doesn't give us much other than, I guess, like, the the gown yeah interesting wow okay so okay first of all i think i'm already liking it um so i feel like she's the vampire and the bat is her pet and his name is maurice Oh. And <laughs> kind of cute, right? <laughs> I yes, love this. Keep going. Um, and. She is marrying old ass vampires and then she kills them and she gets their inheritance. Oh, because I was gonna shit. say I was gonna say they die, but vampires like literally don't die. So right. they gotta be and then, or some shit. And then at the end, she gets played and then she dies. Wow, That's the what my guess gets is. played. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. First of all, you're wrong, but I love it. I mean, I figured. I love, I love it though. Um, all right. I'm first going to give this what the genre is and the Goodreads. So it's a paranormal romance, obviously. Mm. I feel like the title kind of gave that away. Mm-hmm. Published in 2005 with a score of 3.88 on Goodreads. And it's about a 371 page book. Hmm. And here is the synopsis. Okay. So Roman Dragonetsky is charming, handsome, rich. He's also a vampire. But this vampire just lost one of his fangs, sinking his teeth into something he shouldn't have. Now he has one night to find a dentist before his natural healing abilities close (laughs) the wound, leaving him a lopsided eater for all of eternity. Things aren't going well for Shauna Whalen. After witnessing a gruesome murder, she's next on the mob's hit list. <laughs> we'll get to all the questions at the end. <laughs> and her career as a dentist to be on a or her career as a dentist appears to be on a downward spiral because she's afraid of blood. <laughs> Fucking what? But when Roman rescues her from an assassination attempt, she wonders if she's found the one man who can keep her alive. Through the attraction between them is immediate and hot, can Shauna conquer her fear of blood to fix Roman's fang? And if she does, what will prevent Roman from using his fangs on her? Now, I have so many questions. Like, why the fuck did she choose to be a dentist if she has a fear of fucking blood? That sounds like the absolute dumbest book I've ever heard. (laughs) Like, 100%. Right. Like literally what? Also, vampires can heal themselves. Why wouldn't they just heal a new thing? Or better yet, 
like the fucking Cohen family had a doctor in it. You're telling me Look, there's not a vampire like doctor out there that can fix fangs like this? Right. Like, it's a problem. And how did the mob get tied into this? Like, what the fuck is the so, mob doing? Is the woman mortal? Yeah, she's just a plain okay. human dentist that supposedly has issues with the mob and is scared of blood. And sees that gets saved by a vampire who needs her help to save his one lopsided fang. What in the actual fuck? Right. Would you, you read never... this book? Uh, yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> of course you would. I mean. Of course you would. A vampire, the mob, it does sound like it has a lot of sex appeal to it. Wow. Um, okay. To each their own, I suppose. And I guess he's a millionaire, but yeah. Well, I mean, right. Like, where does that tie in? I don't know. Like, I don't know. I'm just still hung up on the fact that she's a dentist scared of blood. Like, girl, Yeah, like, what What was she actually thinking? I, I don't, who's the, don't know. Who's the author? Um, it is Carolyn Sparks. But it's spelled K-E-R-R-E-L-Y-N. Um, so yeah, that I feel like was one of those things where I was reading the synopsis and I could never guess where it was going. Like they just threw in a bunch of shit that I was like, what the fuck? Oh, she's she's writing like hella vampire books. So if anyone at wants her- vampire romance, this girl is your gal. She has a book called Eat, Pray, Love, except it's P R E Y. I love this. I look good for her. Oh, I my guess. God. All okay. right. I'm, <laughs> I'm going to match this energy. Okay. This book is called Muscles and Monsters. Oh, my God. Okay. Describe describe the cover for us. <laughs> so the cover is like purple, pink, and white, and there's a big wolf monster looking guy, and he's like his back's turned, but he's looking over his shoulder, and in front of him is a girl in leggings and a sports bra with pink hair. And is looking up at him with a cupcake. Oh. <laughs> and that's it. Oh no, okay. And he looks like he's ready to devour her shit, but she's kind of like skeptical. Okay. Um, is he like transformed into a wolf? I don't know. The cover does not tell me. Okay. It's just he's a wolf. Oh, he's like a, a big, he's a literal he's, wolf. He's like a wolf monster guy. Oh, yeah, gosh. no, there's like no human features on him at all. It's like straight, straight wolf. Okay. Um, <laughs> oh, God. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to say that this girl is our main character. Um, I'm, I'm going to guess that she likes to work out because of her outfit. Um, but she also likes to indulge in pleasantries like cupcakes. <laughs> and one day as she's working out, she is on a run outside and gets into trouble. And this wolf monster steal or like saves her. 
And so then she's like, oh, my God, wolf boy, thank you. And he's like, yeah, let me give you some dick as well. And she is like, yeah, like, sure. And then she finds out she has a bestiality fetish. And they live their life happily ever after. Okay. Loki, that's, like, honestly, like, kind of a pretty good guess. Um, So this book is by Ashley Bennett. And it has a 3.97 rating on oh, Goodreads, which, like, really isn't that bad. And um, this book was found under erotica. Oh, God. So <laughs> um, here is the synopsis. Oh, God. Okay. After a wedding cake catastrophe, local decorator Tegan finds herself being helped by a solid wall of fur and fangs named Atlas. She's never met anyone like him and finds herself enamored by his wolfish charm. After their sweet encounter, Atlas invites her to his gym anytime she needs his cake lifting services. Oh my God. Tegan decides that instead she wants to lift the cakes herself. (laughs) She signs up for a membership with Leviathan Fitness, determined to build her strength. Primal desires emerge as Atlas and Tegan test just how much their new love can lift and if there are any limits to what monsters and humans can do. Muscles and Monsters is a is book one of the Leviathan fitness series. Jeez. Each book will center around the gym and feature a different monster pairing. <laughs> oh my first of all i would not read this i mean so i would not read this. it sounds so fucking stupid it, it sounds horrible and it, like first of all sounds like a lot of cake eating was done in this book <laughs> there's definitely like hella ass eating in this yeah. book probably like we yeah. all know they meant ass when they were saying cake 100 percent. like he was probably like, for all sure your cake you know like, yeah Oh, and he, maybe God. he wants his cake lifted too. You know that Wolf Girl shirt I just bought? Mm-hmm. I feel like the original owner of that shirt would like this book. Yeah, no, probably. Yeah. The main character in this book probably owns that shirt. Yes, twinsies. So, um, twinsies. Yeah, I could not. It's the fit. Why they tie in fitness to this? Bro, I do not fucking know. That part to me is a turnoff. Like if it was just like a fantasy series, I mean, we basically see that with like uh, in A Court of Thorns and Roses. Like mm-hmm. we saw that, but it was somewhat normal because it was set in a fantasy world. But for them to be at the fucking gym, you're telling me you couldn't have found a better setting. The girl was at, you know, 24 hour fitness <laughs> and was like, this is the best. Like this setting, mm-hmm. yes. <laughs> but let's toss in a monster dick instead of regular dick. also can we talk about how like the whole plot of the story starts with her like probably dropping a wedding cake and then it's like i need to be stronger and then she goes to the gym (laughs) so she can lift wedding cakes by herself what just happened in new year's resolutions (laughs) i want i want a smut excerpt from this book but oh Someone rated it spice level five out of five, though. Yeah, well, yeah, they can basically, I mean, it literally said they they were testing the limits of what monster and human can do. Like, I'm picturing ultimate, like, furry, I wouldn't be surprised if one of his wolf friends joined, like, 
wolves tend to be in packs, you know? Yeah. I just wow. want to know what the other monster pairings are. Ooh, yeah, I know, right? There's got to be vampire dudes and I don't know, lots of monsters, some shit. Someone said, This little smutty fluff fest was just what I needed this week. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Uh, okay, I can't find a quote. It's okay. I feel like these are the types of books where I would not be caught dead. Going out of a Barnes and Noble oh. checkout. Like, this is something you Amazon to your house. That is so, literally embarrassing. And then, like, don't read it outside of your house because yeah. you will get judged. You will. That's how I felt when I had to put, like, the fake cover on Ice Planet Barbarians when I went out. I was like, <laughs> I can't be caught reading this. <laughs> that is so funny. All right. Are you ready for All the right. next one? I'm ready. It's similar lines, but the cover on this one is just immaculate. Um, okay. The title is The Dragon's Bride. Do you want the cover art? Oh, no. I'm like, oh, go on. Um, <laughs> okay. I'm picturing... Well, yes. Wait, I want the cover. Yeah. Okay. okay. This <laughs> cover is why I picked this one. Okay. So there's like a Godzilla-like monster on it. Um like green muscles like just a like hot monster dragon is the best way to put it okay as hot as a monster dragon can be i guess that Mm. is up Mm. for interpretation you know yeah but he has one hand's like up in like a flex position and he has like a handcuff on it and on the other end of the handcuff is this woman with big tits in a bridal gown and red hair flowing, and she's sitting in his lap, and he's holding her in his handcuff to her, and she's, like, really small compared to him, because he's a gigantic monster, mm. and, like, he's holding her kind of seductively, and she's a little seductive, showing off some leg skin, and then there's flower roses around them. Wow. Okay, and what was it called? A Dragon's Bride? The Dragon's Bride. Mm-hmm. The Dragon's Bride. Okay. This is, like, definitely... A smut fest of a book like for like how can it not be like she be wanting some dragon dick who can blame her no, that's <laughs> I, don't, I don't hashtag exposed <laughs> um and i'm i'm getting kind of like a beauty and the beast like they he took her hostage Kind of like a Tammy and Feyre sitch. Mm-hmm. And then she ended up falling in love with him. And then they have like, but okay, but like, what's the problem in this story? Like, what is like the climax? Let's see. Well, there's I'm, probably lots of those. Oh, well, <laughs> period. <laughs> Very true. Good one. Um, I'm thinking that oh, here's what I'm thinking. That he can be a human, but she has to... Well, no, that's literally Beauty and the Beast. I was going to (laughs) say. She has to love him as a dragon first. But, but they can't fuck because he's a dragon. And he will, he will burn her alive because if he when he climaxes, he breathes fire. So, so the whole story is 
just her being pleased and he doesn't get any whoopee. Any <laughs> whoopee? I'm really bad at this game. This is amazing. No, that's great. I, I love that. Is that um, right? You're wrong. <laughs> Aw. Um, and let me tell you, in the synopsis, she does a really good play on words here. So I'm going to give okay. it. I'm going to give it. So Briar Rose might have a name out of a storybook, but she's learned at a very young age that no prince was coming to save her. She'll have to save herself. Unfortunately, even that is an impossible task in her current situation, trapped in a terrifying marriage to a dangerous man. Oh. Des- Desperate times call for desperate measures, which is how she finds herself making a deal with a demon. Freedom from her husband in return for seven years of service. She expects the service to be back-breaking <laughs> and harsh. Oh. I have a feeling it ended up being back-breaking. Yeah. Um, she doesn't expect to be put on an auction block in a room full of literal monsters and sold to the highest bidder to soul a dragon. He might seem kinder than his features fearsome looks imply, but she knows better than to trust the way he wants to take care of her or how invested he is in her pleasure. In her experience, if something seems too good to be true, it certainly is. Falling for soul is out of the question. She suffered enough and she has no intention of staying in this realm. Even if she leaves her heart behind when she returns to her normal life. So she falls in love with the dragon. But I just want to know. Is she hoeing herself out? Yeah. Oh, yeah. For sure. Okay. Okay. How bad was the man she was supposed to marry if she's willing to put her body up on auction and spend seven years with a literal fucking dragon monster that wants to fuck her all the time like was he really that bad was that man really that bad he must have really been honestly jesus why not get a divorce why not run away like why did it say why divorce wasn't an option Things I guess are a little simpler. She's doing the most. That is for sure. (laughs) And she's she's immortal, and so was her husband. They were just humans. Yeah, yeah. So, oh, this is I did pull a review off of Goodreads, which, by the way, is a three point seven eight on Goodreads. But it said Soul was a big ass walking, talking, tailed lizard, snake, crocodile, two dicks. PETA should come pick my ass up because this entire book had me and then an asterisk boner. <laughs> so this this reader, this reader fucking loves the dragon two dicks and I, I'm dead. So I was like, maybe, maybe I should read it. <laughs> it's wow. only 180 pages published in, is that right? March 29th, 2022. Um, oh wow! So really recent, and it's by Katie Robert K A T E E. So any dragon dick loving folks, I think we found your next book. I don't know if I'd read it. It would be like, I mean, it'd be a quick read, I guess. But like, I don't, I don't know. But the fact I think that I'm the dragon gonna... has two dicks. You know what? Just on that fact alone, I might read it. <laughs> just, just on the fact that Crocodile Dick Boy has two of them. Also, I just found quotes from this Muscles and Monsters book. Do you want to hear a couple? Yes, yes. 
That's right. You like this monster cock, don't you, sweet thing? Yeah, just like that. Oh, I <laughs> and then sh- and then this one. Oh my god. <laughs> oh god. Oh. Gonna fucking rut this pussy during the- <laughs> during the full moon. You're mine, baby. Oh. My God. Oh my God. Wait. Okay. The sharp tips of my teeth trailed across her pulse point and Tegan moaned, you like it when I talk dirty, don't you? Just like you enjoy a little bit of pain. Uh Uh-huh. Tegan mumbled as I thrust my hips to meet her. Such a good little slut for your big bad wolf. My God. I kind of want to read it. (laughs) (laughs) Bro, can you imagine just like publishing a book like that and then going, Mom, look what I made. And it's all this mutt. Like, your family oh would have to be buying these books. All right, what did you just see? You were shook there for a second. Oh, he, um, it said, my thoughts circled back to what he looked like as he cleaned the icing off his fingers with that wide pink tongue. I bet he ate <gasps> pussy like a champ. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. Oh, oh my God. God. Bro, I can't. Do you know, okay, so you know how like authors do research for their books. Do you think these women are just like on Pornhub, like twenty four seven, and just pulling from that, getting like, like the lingo, right? Because like yeah. you would have to have some research experience. Like if mm-hmm. I tried to write those scenes, I wouldn't know what to like really, really write. If I was like, all right, I need some dirty ass shit. Like, how would you know? Yeah, bro. Damn. Honestly. I kind of want to read it. Like, I'm not even going to lie to you. I say you do it, and then you tell us on the podcast how it is. Okay. You know what? We should both read one of the books from our list. Yes. 100%. Yes, we should. Wait, here's another one. The other one is called Tentacles. (gasps) That's the one I'm reading. (laughs) Tentacles Triathlons. Ain't no fucking way. Oh, oh Jesus. Is when he an local, octopus? Like, I'm when so local confused. police chief Reese Rollins decides to sign up for a triathlon, there are two things holding him back. One, his distaste for monsters. Two, his subpar swimming skills. At the urging of his sister's wolven mate, Reese joins Leviathan Fitness to train in the gym's Olympic-sized swimming pool after running... After running into Reese at the pool, Cyrus offers to help Reese get ready to win the race. Now feelings arrive from the depths as Reese and Cyrus learn that monsters and humans go together, tentacle in hand. (laughs) They're both men. The only question is, can these two hold on to their newfound love despite their differences? Wow. Oh my God. We love, we love the diversity in their book writing. True. Gay erotica. I'm all for it. Love. Yeah. Um, Tentacles. That is probably extremely interesting. Let's see if there's quotes. Oh, it's not out yet. Oh. Oh, next year. Next year. Ooh. Yeah. But like, I just want to know what she's doing to promote the book. Like, do you go, like, where do you go promote that book? And also, like, how? Like, Right. <laughs> also, I think if she were to sign books, she should get, like, a tentacle, um, like, stamp to go with it. <laughs> that would be perfection. Marketing <laughs> like to Like a tentacle list. pen. Yeah. <laughs> yes. All right. I'm ready okay. to come up with a story. Okay. I'm 
gonna pivot a little from the erotica. Sounds good. Sounds like a plan. Um, okay. Oh, this is a good one. Okay, this is called Pack Up the Moon. Pack Up the Moon. Okay. Um, I'm gonna guess that it's about a group of civilized people living on the moon and that they um, are in danger from a meteor hitting it. So they literally have to pack up their homes on the moon and move to earth again. And it's about their journey of packing up their home on the moon and um, their life there, like maybe some flashbacks of moon life. And then they literally have to pack up the moon and move back to earth um where they're not accepted because they're seen as moon people wow honestly jenna like you could not be more far off (laughs) (laughs) when you said that i thought i was on point you you were even nodding as i was telling the story and i was like yes i've got this in the bag (laughs) but that's an extremely good concept for a book (laughs) okay no one steal my write that down (laughs) um okay They used to joke about it. Like many brilliant scientists, Josh sometimes had trouble remembering things that needed doing in the real world, like buying groceries, eating regular meals, and talking to people. But he was happy to have his beloved wife, Lauren, remind him with her honey-do lists. He just never realized how much he would need one when she was gone. Being a widower is not something Joshua Park ever expected, given his solitary job, small circle of friends and family, and the social awkwardness he's always suffered from. Josh has no idea how to negotiate this new, unwanted phase of life, but Lauren had a plan to keep him moving forward, a plan hidden in the letters she leaves him, giving him a task for every month in the year after her death, a plan that leads Joshua with a loving hand on a journey through grief, anger, and denial. Yeah, like that sounds pretty good, right? So this is by Kristen Higgins and it has a 4.3 on Goodreads. Okay. Yeah, so I think it sounds, I think it sounds pretty interesting. So it's a story about like grief and loss and moving forward? Yep. Oh, I like that. Right? I know. I'm like definitely would buy this book and read it for sure. Yeah, I was way off. Yeah. Yeah, no, you were. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Not anywhere so, close. But yeah, that no. sounds really good. How many do you right? know how many pages? Um, it is four hundred and eighty. Okay. Is it just a mm-hmm. fiction book? Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe I'll give it a yep, go. Romance. Yeah. That does sound good. What did the right? cover sound like? You said sounds. I know. So. <laughs> I don't know. Um, well it has that. it has two covers. Um, and the one is like, they're on like a dock and he's like spinning her around under, um, like some lights on the pier. And then the other one is just like, it has like a green and white background with like orange letters. There's no pictures. The spinning one's kind of sad, bro. Dude, I know. Literally. It sounds hella sad though. Yeah. It sounds like I would cry. And there's a dog on it. Okay, if the dog dies, humans, humans, you can die all day long, but dogs, nah, that's illegal. Literally. All right. Well, thank you for sharing those, that book with us. Of course. That's like like a quality book. It actually reads, so. (laughs) Not the tentacle erotica. Uh Uh-uh. Then I'll, I'll follow the same 
suit as you. I've got okay. um, a non-erotica one. It's called Baby Teeth. Okay, this sounds like a horror book. What's the cover? The cover has baby teeth in big letters, in black big letters. And then there's like um, the doctor popsicle behind it. And it's like crushed up. You know those popsicles you get from the doctor? It's like crushed up behind the the title. And then that's it. Interesting. What's mm-hmm. a doctor popsicle? You never, you go to the doctor and then when you were a kid, you would get a popsicle after. Didn't you get a popsicle or a lollipop? That's, they're popsicles. <laughs> okay, no, that never happened to me. A lollipop? Yeah, a lollipop is a popsicle. But it was a lollipop, I guess. Like a candy, a hard candy. No, you're a fucking popsicle. lying. You did not just call a lollipop a popsicle. Yes, <laughs> it's a popsicle. Yeah, <laughs> no. Yes. Are you serious? I'm dead ass. <laughs> a popsicle is like a frozen treat. That's called a frozen popsicle. You're lying. Lying to you. You're fucking lying. I'm is this a Missouri lying. thing? I don't know. Now you have me second guessing my entire life. Jenna, I don't know. No, no, because ask anybody. Ask I'll, anybody. I'll have to text my sister and see what she calls hard hard candies on. They're popsicles. No, they're. Oh my god. They're popsicles, and then the frozen ones are literally called frozen popsicles. No, they're not. <laughs> it's just a popsicle. No, they're frozen popsicles. Uh, oh my you god. Are, you're joking. Oh, you're joking. No. I'm not. But anyways, what do you think it's okay, about? Okay, anyway, so I do still think it's a horror book. Um, and it is about a pediatrician who is, like, a sick fuck. And he saves baby teeth when he sees them at his office. And he lives, like, a normal life, like, outside of the office. Like, no one would su- suspect him. And then he meets this woman He meets her through, like, she's a single mom. And so she comes to see him with her baby because her baby daddy left. And so he keeps the baby's baby teeth, but she doesn't know until she comes over to his house and snoops in the bathroom because she's not feeling good. So she, like, looks in the medicine cabinet and then she finds this, like, big thing of baby teeth. And then she's like, oh, my God, this guy is, like, sick as hell. But, like, she can't say anything. Like, she's trying to play it cool so that she can, like, catch him red-handed. And so then at the end, like, she catches him and, like, he goes to prison because he's weird and he's, like, a pedo. First of all, would collecting baby teeth mean prison? (laughs) Like, don't get me wrong. It's weird. (laughs) I mean... (laughs) It's not I like he know. killed the kids and tore their teeth out. Like, okay, true. I mean, he's okay, definitely a weird. fucking weirdo. True. But I like how you're like, he goes to prison because he's weird. Like, <laughs> like I don't know if that's that's a, a prison-worthy offense, but it is fucking you're right. weird. Yeah. Um, but no, that that's Oh, that's dang not. it. Honestly, like, that was pretty good, though. I feel like that, I, was. that was pretty good. Okay. I really okay. like, you should make him, like... Like, actually, like, kill some kids. And then you can make this a book. And Yeah. Because like, the baby teeth thing is creepy. Like, yeah, that's it's right. Weird. Mm-hmm. And, you know, serial killers usually keep something. So that's, like, perfect. Tr- it, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So what it's actually about. And it's it's fucking weird. Like. Okay. Um, it's a horror thriller. So you were right okay. on there. Okay, nice. So meet Hannah. 
She's the sweet but silent angel in the adoring eyes of her daddy. He's the only person who understands her, and all Hannah wants is to live happily ever after with him. But Mommy stands in her way, and she'll try and trick. She'll try any trick she can think of to get rid of her, ideally for good. Meet Suzette. She loves her daughter, really. But after years of expulsions and strained homeschooling, her precarious health and sanity are weakening day by day. As Hannah's tricks become increasingly sophisticated and Suzette's husband remains blind to the failing family dynamics, Suzette starts to fear that there's something seriously wrong and that maybe home isn't the best place for their baby girl after all. So basically it's a mom-daughter trying to kill each other for their father's love or the dad's love. Like it's fucking like, I didn't know how I felt about it. I feel really weird about like the daughter relationship with her dad. It sounds like, like why would you view your mom as competition? That's cra- I mean, that's like some, like they have issues kind of yeah. thing. It gave me like Veridity vibes though. Like the, the like, Oh, did I say it wrong again? Verity. Verity vibes. <laughs> Verity. No, but yeah, no, that is, that's what I thought of as well. Like the, the psycho mom, psycho, well, I guess the kids aren't psycho and Verity, but um, yeah. So I don't know what the popsicle has to do with it. I imagine it's like a call in the book, you know, something has to do with yeah. it, but so crazy. It has a 3.63 on Goodreads. Published in 2018 by okay. Zoji Stage, and it's 304 pages. Okay. So the rating's a little low for me, but I honestly, I think that sounds really interesting, though. Yeah, I could. I think I, could, I would read that. I'd like to know how the dad is like oblivious to everything. Yeah, yeah. But true. Yeah, it is. It is. Um, quite an interesting storyline that I was like, huh. I like that. Okay. So. Okay. Which one do I want to do next? This one is called. <laughs> oh God. Ready? Uh-huh. <laughs> this is called Natural Harvest. Oh, geez. All right. First of all, it sounds like a horror to me. Like it sounds like someone harvesting bodies. I don't know. It's creeping me out. It's giving me sketchy vibes. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm going to say that there's almost a purge vibe to this book. Like there's a night where mm-hmm. they go out and instead of the purge, it's like a harvest, they call it. And they're harvesting the bad people from society by just killing them like there's no prisons maybe and they just go out and they kill all the bad people and but then people are like oh my gosh what designates a bad person from a good person if we're the ones killing them and so then there's like this revolution against the natural harvest as they call Mm -hmm. it and they revolt against it and some of the good people pair up with some of the designated society bad people and they turn on the people who want this natural harvest to be and then there's like a deeper storyline running through it. Ooh, so that is like very Purge vibes and I really, really like the Purge movies um, <laughs> but I'm wrong. No. 
So this is a nonfiction cookbook. <laughs> oh. It's a cookbook. And it is a collection of semen-based recipes. Shut up. It's real. <laughs> so, you know, <laughs> I have to actually, I just have to exit out of all of it. Oh. Yeah. So, you know how in the beginning I told you, like, I was going one way with this and then, like, pivoted? Like, I had to keep this one in here. Oh. Isn't that sick? I'm li- yeah, I, do not Google image like I am. It's too as late. I Google image. Oh no! Fuck that! What the actual fuck? Who wrote? Whoever wrote this should be in fucking prison for being a fucking weirdo. Paul, Paul, Paul Botenhauer. What in the fuck? Shut it has the fuck up. It's on Goodreads and it has a three point nine. Imagine going to, like, someone's house for, like, an evening out, like, a friend or a date, and you just see this on their fucking bookshelf, and they're like, come eat some of my food. Like, no. No. Excuse me. You're like, oh, what's this special ingredient? They're like, oh, yeah, I made it this morning. It's actually my fucking semen. Okay, do you- I'm gonna read the synopsis. Are you fucking ready? Okay. Semen is not only nutritious, but it also has a wonderful texture and amazing cooking properties. Like fine wine and cheeses, the taste of semen is complex and dynamic. Semen is inexpensive to produce and is commonly available in many, if not most, homes and restaurants. (gasps) Despite all of these positive qualities, semen remains neglected as a food. This book hopes to change that. Once you overcome any initial hesitation, you will be surprised to learn how wonderful semen is in the kitchen. Semen is an exciting ingredient that can give every dish you make an interesting twist. If you are a passionate cook and are not afraid to experiment with new ingredients, you will love this cookbook. No, no, because I'm if like, you love I'm it that much, sick. then you fucking need it. Like I'm all sick day. to my stomach. I'm so sick to my stomach. Do you know they do have a second book called Semenology? The no. Semen Bartender's Handbook. No. Yes. No. Yes. No. Because I tried to look this dude up because I was like, where the fuck is he from? Like, I need to know what could possess a human to write. Like, first of all, if you like the taste of semen and you want to cook with it, great, fine, whatever. I don't need to know about it. But then you're going to, like, out yourself and make a fucking cookbook. Right. right. I hope he's using, like, an alias. Like, he's that's, like, not his real name because I... Would be embarrassed to know him. Oh, my God. I'm sick. Yeah. Like, oh, I published a book. Oh, what's the name? Oh, The Natural Harvest. Oh, that sounds like an interesting book. What is it about? Oh, my semen that I cook in every meal. The fucking photos are disgusting. Absolutely. Sickening. No one, if you're listening to this, do not go and Google this. Like, you don't need to. It will ruin your day. For the love of God, don't. Thank you, Lisa, for ruining mine. I appreciate it. I know. I ruined, you know what? I ruined my own day, so. Eating dinner after this, I'm just like, no. Oh, I'm not hungry. (laughs) I am not hungry, friend. Yeah. The way he's like, Um, oh, it's actually seen in most households and in in kitchens. Like, oh, like, excuse me? Like, you're just going to leave the room for a second? Uh, Yeah, I suppose. Disgusting. (gasps) Disgusting. Disgusting. Well, I would say my book idea had to have at least been better than that one. <laughs> mm-hmm. At least you have that going for you. 
<laughs> yes. All right. I'm going to go with one that I think I would actually read. Oh, okay. <laughs> and it's called Dork Too Dirty. But two is like, oh, Dork T-O, dirty, okay. not too okay. dirty, you know? So I think this book is about someone who has a love interest and they're like a little more out there, like a little slutty, like a little like maybe a stripper kind of vibe, like popular and cool. And the main character of this book is like a dork, but they're really, really smart. And so they try to change who they are to attract this love interest so they kind of do like what Sandy does in Greece and they like dress up to be cool and try to get the attention of this person, but then realizes that they just need to be themselves and that that dirty person liked them as a dork all along. And so then they fall in love. It's like definitely like a me cute, like cutie little mm. romance. Um, and they fall in love in the end. Wow. Lisa, you were actually close with the stripper. Like, Actually, for for real, Come let me on. tell you this synopsis. First of all, okay, it's got a four point four one on Goodreads. Oh, oh, period. Okay, yeah, it's by Karen Rains, and here's the synopsis. I'm Jasmine Cooper, executive head of marketing for a leading advertising advertising agency. I work hard, and I'm always completely in control of my universe until the devil herself persuaded me to go out on a ladies' night. Who would have thought a sensible, level-headed woman would let a stripper take her home, mm. ravish her body, and turn her into a gibbering wreck? Certainly not me. A stripper. How cliche and how embarrassing. Thank heavens nobody else knows how dirty and debased he made me. No one would suspect the unspeakable things I did with a man in a mask, and that's just fine. I can put it behind me as a moment of madness. Until... The tech geek from IT walked into my office and I completely lost all of my composure. It couldn't be him, could it? So, IT dorky guy at work is low-key a stripper on the side and ravished her the night before. Now they work together. Um, I I love that. I will say the only part of the synopsis I wasn't a fan of was the the stripper like being embarrassing they were like how yeah, embarrassing yeah. like it's not like let it's him get his yeah. money right um but i still would read it i think because it does not i mean it has really good reviews it was published in 2017 romance 206 pages quick read and oh okay it's part of a series called don't judge a book <laughs> Ooh. Which is why I picked it today. I was going to say. <laughs> but you got the stripper part on I par. really did. Like, I feel like I was, like, in the right wheelhouse. You really were. Because even, like, the, like, girl, I don't know. Because I'll, I'll, you were, like, the girl is, like, more nerdy and in control. Like, you know, I just feel like you were on the right side of it. Just a different setting. Thank you. Thank mm-hmm. you. Okay. All right. I'm ready. Okay, this is called Addicted for Now. Oof. Okay. What's the cover like? The cover has a bottle of wine on it with a bow. That's really it. And then the letters are just black and they say Addicted for Now. Jesus. Okay. 
Um, that gave me absolutely nothing. I know. Sorry. Addicted <sighs> for now. I would mm-hmm. say it sounds like a friends with benefit type storyline because the addicted for now sounds like, you know, for now, like it's temporary. Mm-hmm. Friends with benefits is usually seen as temporary. Um, so I'm going to say these two individuals bond over their love for wine and try to keep things friends with benefits. Um, but then one of them starts catching feelings and it's that typical love romance, but I know that's too boring because you said this one sounds interesting. <laughs> so I know I'm way off, but that's all I can think of. So tell me what it's about. Okay. So this had, first of all, this is by Krista Ritchie and it has a 4.26 on Goodreads. Ooh. He's addicted to booze. She's addicted to sex. Staying sober is only half the battle. No more sex. Those are the three words Lily Calloway fears the most, but Lauren Hale is determined to be with Lily without enabling her dangerous compulsions. With their new living situation, sleeping in the same bed for real together, Lily has new battles, like not jumping Lowe's bones every night, not being consumed by sex in his body. Lauren plans to stay sober to right all of his wrongs. So when someone threatens to expose Lily's secret to her family and the public, he promises that he'll do anything to protect her. But with old enemies surfacing, Lowe has more at stake than his sobriety. They will torment Lily until Lowe breaks. And his worst fear isn't relapsing. He hears the end. He sees it. The one thing that could change everything. Just three words. No more us. So this sounds hella good. Whoa. So he's like trying to protect. Are they married? Like they're married? Well, okay. You see, the mistake I made is that this is a series. (laughs) And this is the third book. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus. I was like, you're missing all the romance. (laughs) My bad. (laughs) So... Oh my God. What's the first book of the series? Let's look. So the first book of the series is called Addicted to You. Okay. And so this synopsis is she's addicted to sex. He's addicted to booze. The only way out is rock bottom. No one would suspect shy Lily Calloway's biggest secret while everyone is dancing at college college bars. Lily stays in the bathroom to get laid. Oh, period. Her compulsion leads her to one night stands, steamy hookups, and events she shamefully regrets. The only person who knows her secret happens to have the only person who knows her secret happens to have one of his own. So Lauren Hell's best friend is his bottle of bourbon. Lily comes at a close second. For three years, they pre- oh, I really fucked up. For three years, they've pretended to be in a real relationship, hiding their addictions from their families. They've mastered the art of concealing flasks and random guys that filter in and out of their apartment. But as they sink beneath the weight of their addictions, they cling harder to their destructive relationship and wonder if a life together for real is better than a lie. Strangers and family begin to infiltrate their guarded lives. And with new challenges, they realize they may not just be addicted to alcohol and sex. Their real vice may be each other. 
okay, so I didn't fuck up. Like we, I we yeah. could have guessed that from a mile away that they were going to end up together. Hundred percent. Like anyone yeah. would have known they would have ended up together. Um, right. Sounds like they are in recovery from their addictions. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, that third book does sound good. I bet you could even read that standalone. Honestly. Yeah. On these all, it sounds. I think I would read the series. So there's at least three books. And it says, fans of Gossip Girl, Friends, and Euphoria will devour this edgy new adult romance set in a world of lust, fame, swoon, worthy men, and friendships that run deeper than blood. Hell yeah, I like all of those shows. You're right. You're like, yes, yes, yes. Checks yes, all yes, boxes. Yes. Yeah, I'm into that for sure. Ooh, all right, you'll, the you'll have to tell us if you read any of these. Uh, I yeah. don't know if I'll read. There's one actually that I didn't get to share, but it's it's a reverse Harlem paranormal romance where this girl meets seven of her soulmates from past lives. Mm. Um, and that's it has really a cool. Four point three on Goodreads, and I was like, maybe I'm actually gonna read this one. She gets to basically find her one true soulmate out of like the seven that she has, and I love a reverse Harlem. Bring all the. I love in. that. So absolutely, I'll let you know if I finish it. Um, okay, and there's side murder stories to it. So Ooh, interesting. You need to well, finish your Mist and Fury. Shut up! I know. I will. Wings and ruin. Wings and <laughs> oh, ruin. Yes, wings and ruin. Sorry. sorry, sorry. Um, but yeah. So y'all should tell us what book we should read. 100%. Um, I'm thinking we should like post a little poll, see yeah. see what the listeners want us to read, and I think whatever they vote for, we should buy and read. I I think, think so too. Yeah, we'll that'd be fun. Like four, except on, the semen list, one. <laughs> except that will not even be on the poll. Like that will not even be on the poll. That should be burned across, like, everywhere. Off Literally. The like, I hope. Honestly. Okay. Next time you're at Barnes & Noble, can you look for it? Because you'll yes. get there before I do. Yeah. yeah. I hope they oh don't have it. Could you See imagine? exists. Could you imagine me going to the fucking self, like, the set, like, the the service desk and going, hi, I would like to find um, the natural harvest <laughs> recipes uh, using semen. They're just like, what the fuck? <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I'd be like, no, you can get the fuck out. Oh my God. I need to like, n- I need to read the reviews. There's gotta be something on Amazon of like someone trying one of these recipes. And Oh my God. You think? Oh, a hundred percent. Some someone out there had to have. There's three hundred and ninety nine you know reviews on Amazon. Someone said they rated it three stars, and it says boring. Uh, you'd think this might sound pretty lame, but everything in this is more or less just what I could come up with on my own. The only one that sticks out is the oysters recipe, but besides that, there's nothing really interesting in here. You're right. The semen was not interesting enough. Ew! No. Oh my god! What? Someone did it. Had a lot of fun making these recipes. I just need to be careful where I leave my food. My roommate and his friends loved the truffles I left in the fridge, but I couldn't bring myself to tell them what they had just eaten. I should no, put a warning label on the no. next batch. They better be fucking lying. No, they have to be kidding. Oh my God. 
What? I love I love the taste of semen. I usually try to blend it and create new concoctions. <gasps> hee hee, I'm so bad. Some of the pages stick together, so I may need a new one soon because I just get so excited when I cook <laughs> with these recipes. I'm currently working on a semen and herb infused salt, but it's just a little too salty. So I have not found the right balance yet of salt, herbs, and semen. Tee hee. Ain't no fucking way he's serious. No. That's a, these- that is satire. Oh, 100%. It has to be. These people are joking because this one I just read is my coworkers started noticing that my right forearm was considerably more defined, <laughs> at least three, four inches larger than my left. It's not like Popeye big, but it's still pretty embarrassing. <laughs> so oh my God. I tried some, shall we say, load balancing by switching arms <gasps> for the collection process. Stop it. Stop it. I feel so bad. They have to work so hard for this ingredient, you know? Oh, my God. This says, my girlfriend and I just love this cookbook. She takes care of the actual cooking part, and I am responsible for gathering the ingredients. Oh, my God. All right. All of these people should be in the same prison with the baby teeth collector Um, (laughs) because I am, I cannot live. Now it's like, now that I know this exists, if I ever go to a friend's house for dinner, I'm just going to be scared. Like, this terrifies me that there are creepers out there that would buy or use this as an ingredient. Like, oh my god. I don't know. People are putting that, like, it's a good gag gift. I'm like, yeah, that's true. That, But then you, I wouldn't have that in my house. No one else knows no. it's a gag gift. Can yeah, you imagine no. having a friend over? You're like, oh yeah, that thing, it's a gag gift. They're yeah, like, are you literally. sure it is? Or are you cooking with fucking Right, <laughs> right. No, I would burn it like immediately. <sighs> oh, donate it to uh, Goodwill. <laughs> oh my God. They probably wouldn't even want it. Like, let's be honest. <laughs> oh my God. All right. Well, y'all, that is it from your book, Daddy's Today day thank you for listening um look out for that poll let us know what book we should read from today's episode harass lisa into reading the rest of the uh... please harass me seriously (laughs) seriously it's getting ridiculous it's getting so ridiculous like the people that i've been putting on to this book have now finished it before i'm even done like how stupid is that so embarrassing uh, you'll get there but i will no i have to because honestly like if i don't finish this one soon ross will just be like i'm not going to read the rest of the series and i can't let that happen yeah. so i have to get it together so maybe this weekend i'll hopefully get a good chunk of it done Yes. And for those of you um, who are listening, follow us on social media, follow our TikTok. I've been putting in work on that TikTok. For true. So go follow it. The link's in our Instagram bio, the link tree. Just follow all the links and follow us on everything, even Goodreads. Um, You can see the books we're reading or have read in the past and also see how we're doing with our reading goal for 2022. Not well. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> not great let's be honest it could be better but here we are yeah so well you're probably better better along than I am now because even you how many books have you read in the last couple weeks uh, 
I read two or three. Yeah, I'm finishing up two right now. Mm-hmm. So I'll be one ahead if I finish these two this week. So, okay. um, but yes, any, any other words, Lisa, before we say goodbye? Yes. Just one thing. Oh, what? Stay what? bad. Stay reading. But, but don't, don't read, read bad, bad books. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Period. That part. That part. Have a good weekend, friends, and we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. <laughs>